Good morning. All right. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Jonathan, you want to lead us? Amen. All right, get up here, Lynn. You want to switch places? <laughs> All right. Who remembers what we're talking about? Simon Peter. Yep. Okay. <laughs> talking about the apostles. And in particular, we started talking about Peter last Sunday. Who remembers what the little phrase was that goes along with Simon Peter that I said? Anybody? The apostle with the foot-shaped mouth. Yep, the apostle with the foot-shaped mouth. I don't know what I want to read. Um, let's turn to John 1. I may read what we did last Sunday some more and see how Peter's life is contrasted between two verses. But in John 1... Um, this is, where, this is where Peter's called to follow after Jesus. Does anybody remember the first two apostles that followed Jesus? The very first two. Anybody? John, who? Uh, close. You have, right? John and Andrew. Did your wife tell you that answer? She did? Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you just say it out loud, Whitney? Oh, did <laughs> She wanted him to answer something right, so she told him the answer. Now, can you imagine if that would have been reversed and he would have said that about her? Ooh. And he had been in a doghouse all afternoon. Well, good job, Brian. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. So, the uh, uh, I didn't ask. What did I just ask? Oh, uh, John and, and Andrew. <laughs> John and Andrew. Okay. Who are the next two? Do not tell him, Whitney. All right, now. Then forgot everything. Peter and James. Why? They were their brothers. Remember, we talked about that. Andrew and John followed Jesus, and what they immediately do? They went and got their brothers, and they followed Jesus. So that's good. All right, John chapter one, verse thirty-five. We'll start there. And the next day after John stood and two of his disciples and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and said unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, be, oh, yeah, which is to say being interpreted master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. 
They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two, which heard John speak and followed him, being Jesus, was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He, what? First findeth his own brother, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought, he being Andrew, him being Peter, he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation, stone. Simon Peter. Who do you usually think of in the New Testament when you think about Simon? New Testament. Genesis to Revelation, right? No, Matthew to, Matthew to Revelation. New Testament. Simon. Simon the sorcerer. Anybody else? Did did you tell him? I've lost control of the class. (laughs) Did you say you wouldn't do that? She, 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 She wouldn't help him. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about all that line. <laughs> Simon the sorcerer. Anybody else? All right, I'll narrow it down for you. How about just in the gospels? Nobody? Anybody else? Simon. When you talk about Simon, you have to make, you have to uh, um, clarify. That's the word I was looking for. Clarify who you're talking about. Simon was a popular name back in that day. And a lot of times they used two names to distinguish who they were, or they would say son of to distinguish who they were. I mean, can you imagine having... Five Brian's in here, and then I'd call on Brian to pray. <laughs> About like that time I was leading the singing, and Daryl Duffy and uh, was it Daryl Foster came up here, and I said, "Daryl, lead us in prayer." <laughs> and I looked; nobody said anything. I looked up; they're both going. <laughs> I said, "Daryl Duffy, lead us in prayer." But you got to distinguish; it's a popular name. Um, from what I can count, at least in the in in the gospel accounts, um, there's at least seven Simons, and in these apostles, there's two: Simon Peter, and that's Simon Peter, and Simon the Zealot. You just given. I saw you knew the answer. You just given somebody else a chance. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling on you, Simon. So we've got in Matthew 13, 
we read that Jesus had a half-brother named Simon. He also had a half-brother named Judas, which I find very interesting. But Judas was also a common name back then. But uh, just think about what it does in a pity stomach when you hear the word Judas. Um, we also see in John 6 that Judas Iscariot's father's name was Simon. Jesus had a meal in a guy's house, Simon the leper. A Pharisee named Simon also hosted Jesus. And I'm just talking about the gospel accounts, which is going to leave out the one that Brother David mentioned. But there was a man who carried Jesus' cross, whose name Simon the Cyrenian. So there's a lot of Simons. Um, but most of the time, some of the time at least, when we hear Simon and we think about the gospels, we'll think of Simon Peter a lot of times. Um, he was called Simon Barjona, and I, I said at the beginning, I'm going to get ahead of myself at times, and this is one of these examples. What does that mean? Simon Barjona means son of. He was the son of a guy named Jonah, or Jonas, like it is in the New Testament, Jonas. Um, I, I've heard some people say, I, I, I don't know, you may know this, I, some people say it's the same thing as John. I, I don't know about that. I, I hadn't been able to verify that. But Simon, son of Jonah, or Jonas. Um, what else do we know about Peter's parents? Nothing. His dad's name was Jonah, and that's all we got about his parents. What kind of man was he? I don't know. What did he do for a living? I'm not sure, but he was probably a fisherman. <laughs> where was he from? Now that one we know. I don't know exactly where he was born, but Peter was from Galilee. So Simon Barjona, son of Jonah. And then look in, uh, let's see, Luke chapter 6. So we see Jesus in that verse that we read in John. He gave him another name, Cephas. And that's the Aramaic equivalent of what we'll talk about here. Luke chapter 6. Anybody know what Aramaic is? I'm going to say that. Well, it's a, it's a language. I just want to make sure you understand that. It's Aramaic. It's a language. Um, it's the language that they spoke here. So, just know that when we talk about Aramaic. Uh, Luke chapter 6, we've read this before. Um, verse 14. Simon, whom he also named Peter. Who's he? Jesus. Called him Peter. Probably not, I'll ask. Does anything stand out to you in that phrase? Simon, whom he also named Peter. Probably not. Yeah, we're told in those verses, yeah. Of course, we know Bartholomew is Nathaniel, yeah. Yeah. You skipped right over the word that caught my attention. 
also. So Jesus didn't stop calling him Simon. He didn't take away the the name Simon and replace it with the name Peter. The Bible says he also named him Peter. Now, why would he do that? Sometimes in the Bible, when you read of this guy that we're going to refer to as Peter, he's referred to as Simon. Sometimes he's referred to as Peter. Sometimes he's referred to as Simon Peter. Sometimes he's referred to as Cephas. Not very much at all. Paul called him Cephas one time. Simon, Peter, Simon Peter, Cephas. Um, we read John 142 where, where he called him that. And those, that was the, Jesus calling him Cephas, that was the first words he ever spoke to him. He just met him and gave him a nickname, but he already knew him. So sometimes in Scripture, he's called one of the other things. Um, let's, let's see. I don't like the way I've got this ordered here. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's good. New name, a Christian name. In Revelation, some one of the churches, it talks about you'll have a white stone, and on that stone, a new name. But we're not told what it is, and it's probably different for each one, maybe. I don't know. Or Simon the Cephas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how many times do you think, can you remember of any, when Jesus called Matthew Levi? Maybe. I couldn't find any, but I looked in a hurry. <laughs> so his name was Levi. He came, you're right, he came to Jesus. Jesus gave him Matthew. That's what we all know him as, but Jesus didn't refer to him as Levi anymore, as far as I can tell, or at least what we're told. However, it's not that way with Simon Peter. That's what, that's the point I'm making. That's what blows my mind. He came to Christ, Christ gave him a new name, but Christ continued to refer to him by his old name. Anybody, anybody want to guess why? Why would he do that? <laughs> Is that what you were going to say?
Yeah. Have you sinned since you got saved? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and even today around the house when I hear Jay Pruitt, it's different. Is that right, Johnny? <laughs> so, why is he calling him Simon? <laughs> uh, what Paul say about this? Paul said, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but Paul said, "I've got I've got two natures inside of me, and they war with one another. Some of the time." No, all the time. I get tired of it. They war with each other. When I want to do something good, <laughs> the carnal man in me raises up and won't let me do it, and I, I don't do that good thing. When I don't want to do something bad, <laughs> the carnal man in me raises up, and I most of the time end up doing that thing I should not do. So he's got two natures. He's got the, I'm not going to say natural. He's got the carnal man. He's got the spiritual or the new man in him. And they're constantly warring with each other. I don't understand these people that say when you get saved, and there are a bunch of them, when you get saved, you sin no more. Well, good heavens. We're all lost as a goose in here. If that's the case. It's not the case, but my goodness, I've got two natures inside of me. So I think that Jesus still calling him Simon Peter, and again, this is my opinion. I mean, you know, um, we're not told this, but I mean, you can look at some things and we'll look at a few. I think most of the time and almost all the time. When Jesus called him Simon, Simon was doing something that that old man was doing. And when he called him Peter, he was doing something that the spiritual man was doing. And so it was, it was, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it was a reminder Peter would be doing something. Jesus would say, Simon. <laughs> I think it probably got to the point to where when Jesus called him Simon, Peter cringed. I did it again. So, Simon, what's the what's the difference in them? What's the difference in Simon and Peter? Well, the difference is Christ. But what's the difference in their actions? Simon, we talked about him last time. He was brash. He was bold, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But a lot of times he was the, the short-tempered. We, we're calling him the disciple with a foot-shaped mouth. That's Simon. That's the Simon in him. A lot of times he was the first one in there. But he was the first one out a lot of times. 
Now, he didn't just do bad things. He did some good things, many good things. Um, but I think it was a, I think it was a, a subtle message um, to Peter when Jesus would refer to him as Simon. Um, look in Matthew, uh, let's see, not Matthew, Mark chapter 1. So not every time that you see the word Simon, does it, let me put it this way. When you read through the Bible and you see the word Simon and it's talking about Peter, every time it's not a bad thing. Sometimes it just refers to his physical self. It's it's in the context of, um, now not his nature, but in the context of the secular thing. So look in Mark chapter 1, verse uh, 30. Okay, I got these two backwards. Give me one second. All right, we'll just turn to this one because I'll hit them both. Luke 4, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 38. And he arose out of the synagogue, he being Jesus, and entered into Simon's house. Now, he spends a lot of time there. And it may have been their base of operations. Simon's house. But he enters into Simon's house. That's a secular thing. He owned a house. He had a house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever and they besought him for her. Simon's aunt. It's just a secular thing. That's not bad. He owned a house. He had, a, he had an aunt. Uh, no, no, mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, he had a mother-in-law. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I love my mother-in-law. Moving on. Luke chapter 5, verse 3. And he, being Jesus, entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's. He had, a, he had an occupation. These things aren't, aren't bad. They have nothing to do with his spirituality or his character. It's just his secular life. He had things. He owned things. Was part of things before he met Christ. But now, many times, it's what we talked about earlier. Look at, look at Luke chapter 5. And you have to, you kind of have to be looking for this. And maybe you will from now on. Luke chapter 5, verse 5. Well, no, I don't want to do that. Verse 4. Now, when he had left speaking, that being Jesus, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering, Simon answering, said unto him, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. Does that sound like a spiritual man or a carnal man? That's why he said Simon. That's why the Bible says Simon. I mean, you don't think the Holy Spirit let the 
let, let Luke pin that down just by coincidence, do you? Simon, answering, said unto him in verse 5, Master, we've toiled all night, taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. <laughs> Jesus told him nets, didn't he? <laughs> and when they had... <laughs> And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. I wonder how many they could have had. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter... saw it he fell down at Jesus' knees saying depart from me for I'm a sinful man O Lord does that sound like a carnal man or a spiritual man a carnal man will never say that not apart from the Holy Spirit not not say it and mean it so two different things Right there in one. Simon was reluctant to obey, to do what Jesus said. He didn't even do it exactly, but Jesus still blessed it. But then when, Jesus, when that miracle happened, and it was a miracle, and his eyes were open, the Bible refers to him as Peter, Simon Peter. Yeah, that's what I said. How many could they have had? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. I obeyed the Lord, and the Lord did this for me, and he did bless me. But if I didn't obey fully, what could have happened? What could have been done? Um, Mark chapter 14. We have to stop after this. Time went by pretty fast. Mark chapter 14, verse 37. We've already talked about this one time a little bit. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's going to go a little bit further and he's going to pray and he's going to have a hard time. Are you saying Jesus Christ had a hard time? I'm telling you, yes. He was man, wasn't he? He had a hard time here. And he took three people with him. Who was it? Peter, James, and John, the inner three, asked them to pray. And we know he goes back and forth. Look at verse 37. And he cometh and findeth what? Them sleeping and saith unto who? Peter, who needed the lesson. Now, the Bible says that he's talking to Peter. But what are the words of Jesus? Look, he saith unto Peter, I lost my place. He saith, uh, I still lost my place. Where am I at? He saith unto Peter, Simon. 
Sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? We talked about that last time. Not long before this, Peter had just said, I'll die with you. I'm going to the end with you. I'm in this thing for the long haul. And he couldn't even pray an hour. But who did he address? Not Peter. Not the Peter in him. But the Simon in him. Does that sound like a natural, a carnal man or a spiritual man? He's addressing the spiritual here. So I think when he called him Simon, Peter cringed. Because he got, he knew. He knew. I don't want to stop because we got a couple of things related to this. But the next time I'm here, it'll be a couple of weeks. We'll finish talking about his name. There's some things John has to say about his name. John knew him real well. Yeah, and we had to, you know, we kind of talked about that when we talked about the apostles as a whole. Why did he use these people like this? Because that's all he's got to choose from. We're all that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's much like, you know, people looking for a perfect church. Well, they'll look forever because no perfect church exists. Because it's made up of sinful people. <laughs> so, Simon Peter. Simon. There's a carnal man. There's a spiritual man. They're battling. They're battling. Now, we've already said, which one's going to win? When you feed. Are you reading the Bible? Are you praying like you should? Are you doing those things? If you're not, you're not feeding the spiritual man. Might as well say you're feeding the carnal man. So, Lord help us to be more like Peter and less like Simon. But we're going to be like Simon at times. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. But the Lord loves us. Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And I'm glad he said that. All right. Brother Troy, you want to dismiss us?